Hi, loves. Welcome back to Strip Down. I am so excited about today's guest. I have personally been involved with this amazing community. I absolutely adore the CEO and creator and founder of this community. And I told her, you have to be on my show because obviously this podcast was first born out of me being a mama and really keeping it real and raw and having that mom community. And I just think that this woman on the line does just that. So I'm so excited to have her. This is Lindsay of the Bump Club and Beyond. She is the founder, creator, and CEO of this amazing community. This community can be found online as well as in person. I have attended in-person events. I have been a part of amazing online different presentation and structures they do. They just have so much community and all these incredible things going for them online and in person all around the world where moms and parents can have that community and have that access. So without further ado, Lindsay, welcome to my show. Thanks so much for having me, Ellie. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. So before we kind of get into, you know, the Bump Club and beyond, and for those that don't know it, that are going to learn all about it, why don't you tell my audience a little bit about you and kind of where this all began? Yeah, so um, I started Bump Club. Um, it's so crazy. Next year is going to be 10 years. Wow. Yeah, so, so crazy. Um, my whole, my background is in marketing and advertising. I worked in publishing for um, a decade um, at Good Housekeeping, at Redbook. I mostly worked at Hearst and Nickelodeon, and I went to school for integrated marketing at Northwestern. I got my graduate degree there. Um, I went to undergrad at Michigan. And um, so I was working in marketing and advertising, and um, I knew that, that I was going to obviously want to start having a family. And I had friends who were pregnant and they would always ask me like what the other friend was thinking. None of them were friends with each other. And I said, and I said to them, like, you really need pregnant friends. Like, like I'm not really quite there yet in my life. And, and I'd like to introduce you to my other friends who are pregnant. And, um, long story short, um, I ended up seeing a need that really and truly there was nowhere in Chicago. It was only in Chicago at the time that um, women could go when they were pregnant and meet each other. And um, I knew that we were going to, again, start trying. And I was really lucky. Um, we got pregnant fairly quickly. And um, I ended up scheduling an event for Bump Club. And I ended up having to announce my pregnancy before we even announced, um, sorry, I ended up having to announce Bump Club before I even had to announce my pregnancy. Oh, so wow. Kind of crazy because I was pregnant and no one knew. And I was like, oh, we're going to host this prenatal yoga event for um, my expectant mom friends. Um, but then I ended up announcing my pregnancy the week of the event. And um, really and truly, it was a, it, Bump Club and Beyond was designed out of my own desire to find community when I was pregnant and to obviously help my peers and my friends find theirs. And um, it started as you know a workout and we did a shopping event at a local maternity store. And people were like, what's next, what's next? And so we started doing educational events like expectant parent dinners. And once I had my daughter, we started hosting mom events. Um, you've been to Girapalooza, which is our big registry event that we do now. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, so now, you know, we're doing stuff in, I don't know, 30-something cities across the country now. Um, and it really just began right here in Chicago out of my own desire for community and education and really good information. I think that was the big thing, too, is when I was first pregnant, as you know, people are just throwing things at you and they all want to offer advice and products. And, you know, the whole basis behind Bump Club is really providing trusted resources and information 
And from the start, like we only use experts that have degrees and, you know, we test drive all the products we share ourselves and we continue to do that even now, 10 years later. That's incredible. And I love that it was born out of the fact that you really were looking for that sense of community, because I think that, you know, when you first get pregnant, obviously it's such a whirlwind of emotions. Like I remember for myself that at first it was like so exciting, obviously, and like so overwhelming at the same time. But then as I started kind of going through it, like I didn't even think to myself like, wow, I should really like create a community around me. And then, you know, before I knew it, I was like already, you know, giving birth and I had met some people that were pregnant and became kind of friends, but like still didn't have a true community. And then I found more of a community, you know, online from just posting and sharing my life and everything I was doing, you know, in my end of my pregnancy to giving birth. And then like, you know, you guys reached out to me when I was, I think I was like in the middle of my pregnancy when you guys reached out and asked me to, you know, share some of my tips of what I had found in pregnancy that was working for me. And then after I had Amelia, you guys wanted me to talk about some of the things that were helping me as a new mom and all these things. And like, even just having that community, like reach out and be like, Hey, listen, like we've got you, you know, we're here for you. Why don't you tell us what's working for you? Let's share it with other moms. You know, here's what other moms have shared with us. And it was just so great. And that's when I really realized to myself, wow, like community for moms is just so necessary. Like it's not even a question mark. It's like, well, I don't think you realize too. I mean, you know, I think if you're pregnant and you don't have pregnant friends, you're kind of left wondering like, Oh, is this normal? Is this not normal? And you know, when I, when I was first pregnant, I have two daughters now. Um, I have two daughters, Gordon and Lila. Um, they're six, oh, turning six and turning nine. But when I was first pregnant, you know, everything was like, is this normal? Is this okay? And what ended up happening with our expectant parent dinners was it became my place every month where as a pregnant woman, I went and I was able to just be pregnant and like not talk about work and not talk about you know, what was going on at home or whatever, but just everyone around me was pregnant. There were a hundred pregnant women in the room and everyone understood what I was going through. And that was, that was like, to me, just the basis of everything that we did at Bum Club. And I watched so many amazing bonds formed at, form at those dinners. A lot of these women are still friends and um, their kids are still friends, which is just so amazing. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And it's true. It's like, you don't realize like that's true for me. I didn't even think about that. Like I had a couple of people, like I knew that were pregnant, but I didn't really have like my best friend in New York was pregnant at the same time, but she was in New York. So we would talk all the time and text and FaceTime. And, you know, we would have our own little community because they're best friends from high school. But you know, if I, if other than having Nicole, like, I really didn't have people here in LA and it was like really hard for me. And I, that's where kind of, I sought out social media in the sense of really sharing instead of my styling and my business of more of like, Hey, is this going on with me? I'm pregnant. I'm experiencing these symptoms. This is happening. And all of a sudden it was like this growth of all these amazing moms to be and moms who are like, that's normal. Yeah. You go through that. Yeah. I had that too. And you're like, Oh wow. So I love that. Like for you, Bump Club and Beyond was truly built out of your own wanting sense of community and also wanting it for others. I think that's just beautiful. And even now though, I mean, to, to like the point, like my kids, like I said, are nine and six and we're starting to do, you know, more online for that part of our community who still has wanted to stay involved, who still trusts us. But now, you know, I have a whole different set of parenting challenges now. You know, my, my oldest daughter wants a phone. She's not getting one, but she wants a phone. <laughs> so it's dealing with like tech stuff and, and play dates and bullying and like 
you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, like a, like a kid cut my daughter's hair at school the other day. Like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like dealing with that kind of stuff um, now. And so now, you know, we are continuing to support our community and, you know, online in any way we can um, to continue to bring resources and experts because it, it really is never ending. Right. I mean, once you get through one phase, you move on to a next. So, you know, it's important to me that we continue to support our community as well, um, as well as welcoming new members into our community as they become pregnant and have babies. Yeah, no. And I, and I love that because again, like you just said, there are so many different levels to it. And there are, you know, every time you think you're through one, it's like you're on to the next one. Like you're never not a parent. It's like, it's always there. And obviously I'm new to this, but like everyone that I talk to, like you and others who are further in it they're like oh it's just another season of motherhood (laughs) this too shall pass that's what I that's what we say often this too shall pass like when you're in a stage and you're like in it and it's not like and it's and it's hard it's like this will pass you know yeah absolutely yeah and so that being said like you know, obviously you're a mompreneur and, you know, you started this business as you were becoming a mom. How did that kind of all play out? Like, I obviously, you said it was amazing, like getting to have the first event and really connecting and then, you know, sharing you're pregnant, but like, how did it really go for you in the beginning? And like, what were the, you know, highs and lows of everything that like you were doing? Because I know obviously as an entrepreneur, it is not all, you know, rainbows and unicorns. No, it is not all rainbows and unicorns. Um, so it's interesting. So when I started Bump Club, I was actually working at the same time. Um, I was working in my job in publishing at Hearst and I started hosting these events and it was very evident that it was needed and people wanted them and, um, you know, people were asking me for more and I wanted them. And so, you know, I did like one or two a month while I was pregnant and I was working and then I had my daughter and really and truly, I know this sounds so crazy and counterintuitive, but it was really over maternity leave that I was able to truly devote a lot of time to my business. Um, You know, Jordan was napping a lot. She was sleeping a lot. She was a really good baby. And I would work when she would nap and she would sleep and she would sit like lay next to me on her play mat. And we would sit there and I would do some work or take calls or whatever it was. And it was during that time on maternity leave that I very much realized I wanted to do this full time. And I wasn't sure that I would be able to. So um, I ended up going back to work for about a week, week and a half. And during the time that I was gone, um, I had gotten a new boss. And she, which is funny because it was a woman, but she was not so family friendly. And um, it just, it was not a good situation. And um, I actually went from having a male boss who had five kids to having a female boss um, who just really family wasn't important to her. And um, you know, I said to my husband, I said, you know, I, I grew this business so much over the last three months. I feel like I need to take a chance on this. And, um, it just was a good sign like that, 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 that it was a time for change. And I said, I can always come back to the corporate world. I can always come back to, you know, an advertising job. And I took the leap and, you know, I think really that's what it is. is it's taking the leap. And like the goal, the first year was to really just pay for like our part-time nanny and, um, you know, whenever the nanny was with my daughter, I literally would just be cranking out work at Starbucks. I, it's not like I was getting my nails done or doing, <laughs> like, I was like behind the computer, like cranking out work. And, um, you know, that's kind of how it shook out. And I, I truly never looked back. Like I, you know, people would say, do you, do you miss corporate America and, and whatnot? And, and I didn't. And, um, 
you know, I, ironically, and I don't even know if you know this, but um, my business was acquired this year, which was a really amazing, awesome, like opportunity and thing that happened. And um, it was always a goal of mine to be acquired by a company who could provide me and Bump Club with more resources to grow, which is really what we're in the midst of doing at the moment is really setting up a plan for growth and scale. And um, it's funny because I am back in corporate America and I, and I, I, you know, I still run Bump Club. I'm not going anywhere. This is, I'm still the founder. I'm still the CEO. And, um, you know, it's been really interesting having to adapt back to certain things in corporate America that I really haven't had to pay attention to for the last 10 years. So it's, it's ironic how things come full circle, but, um, but yeah, that's kind of how it all shook out. So yeah, that's amazing. And congrats on that. No, I did not know that. And like, look at how far you've come. That's incredible. Thank you. Yeah. We have big things coming. We're excited. Yeah, that's so exciting. So, you know, that being said, like as you are a mom and, you know, your kids are growing and everything's happening, how is that affecting the Bump Club and Beyond and affecting your business and parenting and everything else? So I'm very lucky in the sense that um, the, like, um, like I've always had flexibility in my job. Um, I definitely work full time. Often I say I work more now than I, you know, than I did when I was in advertising, but um, I do create a flexible schedule for myself so that I can be present for my kids. Like they'll be home in like an hour, hour and a half from now. And um, I'll be around with them for a little bit before they go to their activities. And then I'll work a little more before they come home. And after, you know, bedtime, I work a little as well. Um, but now my kids are in school full time. So it's, you know, it's a little bit different now than it was like four years ago when, um, you know, they weren't, they weren't in school full time or they were only in school a few hours a day. Um, you know, I say that the biggest thing for me is really the support. And, and I've always had an amazing support system, be it my husband, my mom, we have an au pair. We've had an au pair for seven years. Our au pair is amazing. And I could not do this without her. Um, but it really is like a team effort, like over here in the Pinchuck house, because, um, you know, I, like I have obligations and especially now that I have a boss and I have to report to someone, um, you know, my obligations have shifted a little bit and I am not only on my own schedule. Um, while I still make my own schedule, you know, I still have to be accountable. So, you know, I, I think that the accountability is good. And I think that the kids also help me like keep me in check. Um, and they help keep me on a schedule and they have a schedule that we follow. The other thing too, is I very much think that this has been a positive experience for my kids to watch me grow a business. They know what I do. They know the name of my company. They understand what I do. Um, you know, there were times when my oldest was a, a toddler, or like, you know, early preschool and, um, I would walk in a room and she would be playing bump club and like, she would literally have like an easel set up with chairs and like her toy stroller. And she'd be like, this is the prizes and here's the dinner. And like, you know, and it, it's moments like that when I realize like, I am really showing my kids that they can do anything that they want. And, um, I, I really, I hope that I'm setting a good example for them. You know, this what this is what's work, what works for our family and and my household and my life. And you know, I think that I think that in the long run, that it's been a really great opportunity. Yeah, that's beautiful. And you know, I think that's really so great that you're seeing that and also instilling that in them. And that at such a young age, they can see you being a mompreneur and being successful and what that hard work does and how it pays off. 
And I think that's so great for kids to see because like even myself, like I remember growing up and my dad started, you know, his own business and worked from the ground up. And now it's like 30 years later and he's like the number one vendor to, you know, QEC and HSN and everything. And it's like massively successful. But I remember like the long nights and I remember him taking me to the studios like at different times to go with him to the green room and all these things. And it was just like, constantly, you know, working super hard all different hours and like letting us know like, Hey, I got to do this for work and do that. And I really believe part of me being an entrepreneur and everything I'm doing and why I work so hard is because of what I saw from him. So I'm sure your daughters are going to, you know, really get the same from you and truly have that, you know, feeling and inspiration, which is incredible. And, you know, it's interesting too, because it's, it's very different now. I mean, I was, I was actually sharing with someone yesterday, like, you know, five years ago, I didn't really have such mom guilt when I left. Like my kids weren't in so many activities. It was nothing like, you know, I didn't have to go to every dance class and that kind of thing. Um, and they just, they weren't as aware. And this has always been their way of life, right? Like my kids don't know anything else. They didn't know me pre-bump club. They don't know me when I worked in advertising. So this is all they've ever known. Um, but now that they're older, I mean, my kids have so many activities like from theater to dance to tennis to, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And now I do feel more guilty, like, because I feel like I have to be at every performance and I want to be, it's not just that I have to be, I want to be. And so when I can't be because I'm traveling or I have a meeting or whatever it might be, that's when I, you know, that's when the mom guilt does kind of kick in. And it's, it's, it definitely is like, it's taken on a whole new meaning now that like both my kids are in grade, like grade school. So, you know, that is a challenge. That is the challenge. Yeah, no, I think that's like good. Moms want to do everything, right? Like you want to do everything. You want to be everywhere. You don't want to let your kids down, but like, you know, you have other obligations as well. Yeah. And I think it's great to say that and to be honest about that because you do want to be everywhere. And like even Amelia being, you know, 17 months old yesterday, like I feel like obviously time is flying so fast and I'm like, want to be in her every moment and be present with her. But I also like have so much going on in my own career and so many amazing doors are opening for me. And it's like, I'm trying to balance like being able to do my podcast and being able to be present with her, and you know, all these different things. And it's like good to share for other moms to hear. It's like, yeah, mom guilt obviously is so real and you do your best as far as trying to do everything. And it's like, you sometimes can't do everything and that's okay. That's totally okay. And that's like, I, that is really the messaging message that like we always try to drive home both me and just in, at Bump Club in general is like, your best is good enough, right? Like, like you do your best and like, you cannot be everywhere. You cannot do every, everything for everyone. And the other thing that I always like to tell moms when they ask me, like, how do you do it all? I'm like, I don't, you know, and like, it's okay to say no. And that's fine. Like you do you and you do what's best for you. And I think sometimes it's easier said than done, but I think to, you know, when you have that gut check and continuously remind yourself, um, I mean, there have been business things I've turned down because of my kids and there have been things I haven't been at for my kids because I've had to be somewhere for business. So right. it goes both ways. Yeah, exactly. And there's a balance and ebbs and flows. And I'm learning that more and more too of like everything I do. It's like, okay, well, I maybe can't go to that today. And like, that's okay. And I have to say no, and I have to be okay with saying no or okay, I won't be home tonight because I do need to be with that client. And it's like allowing yourself that grace. And like you said, to say to yourself, like, it's all okay. Like you're, you are doing your best and you are managing. And as long as you're, you know, balancing in your own way, that's good for you. Like that's what's important. Yes. 
And that's honestly what I'm learning and navigating in, you know, my new motherhood journey. Cause it is like such a journey. And it's, I'm sure you remember when you were a new mom, like it's just, it's so intense and you just feel like every moment you're just trying to survive. And it's constant. I mean, it just, it's, it is constant and you're right. You're, it's like, you're in a survival mode. Like when I, when I meet, you know, moms and I'm talking to moms like you who have 17 month, your 17 month olds, or like, you know, even moms who have like two under two or like, you know, yep. I'm, you know, moms who have babies. I'm like, you are in it. Like you are like really in it. Like I'm in it in a different way now. Like you're in it and like, you're still navigating. <laughs> so like, you know, just so much being a new parent and just, there's so much that comes with being a new parent. And, and I think, you know, a lot of times you don't realize it till you're actually there. Yeah. Well, and of course, um, you know, with Bump Come and Beyond, you have so many amazing resources with that and everything. So can you talk a little bit about like how, you know, obviously you have the incredible events you do all over the world and everything. And, and I've attended Gearpalooza and you guys have so many different, you know, amazing actual in-person, if you can attend in different areas, but like you said before, it's an online community too. Can you kind of walk through a little bit of Bump Club and Beyond, if like if someone was to go to bumpclubandbeyond.com on the site and step into this world, like what would they be looking at and what did you want to create as that vision for moms to really attach to? Absolutely. So the the good news is, is that in, I hope a few, well, I'm going to say like two to three months, let's be safe. Um, hopefully that world looks a lot different because we are, we are relaunching our whole website. Really, oh, that's exciting. Yeah, really, really exciting. We've been working on it like for most of the year um, with our new company and really and truly we're creating more of a content destination than ever before. So while you will still be able to go to our, our website and find events, um, you will also be able to go to our website and find more content. Um, you know, a lot of that content is product reviews, product knowledge, product roundups. Um, you know, we have a channel on our new site called Moms IRL and that's like our, a lot of our interviews, like the ones that we do with you. Um, and other moms who are in business and other entrepreneurs and business owners and celebrities. Um, so we really try to convey a lot of information, obviously, now and in the future, there will be more. Um, and then we have our webinars on our website, which I think are really just a great, great, great source of knowledge and information for our audience. They're free. You can watch them. Um, they're with experts from all over the country. Um, we do, I think we're doing about two a month now on all different topics. You can watch the replay if you miss it. And our experts are really carefully vetted and curated by our team. Um, you know, they're experts that are, they're doctors, they're nutritionists, they're psychologists, they have degrees, they have a longstanding history of working with parents and children. Um, you know, that really is their specialty. And we do everything from like breastfeeding and sleep help to how to navigate bullying and childhood anxiety and um, picky eating. So there's just, there's so many different topics and we're adding more to that monthly, which is amazing. And then when you're on our website, you can also find like a bump club um, event near you. Currently we're doing events regularly, meaning monthly there's play dates and um, there's play dates and workouts in eight to 10 cities across the country. They're free to go to. Um, and really it's about finding community and, and meeting friends and really getting out of the house with your kids or without, sometimes without. Um, and then we are also doing, of course, Gearapalooza, which is our big baby gear and registry event. We do that in 15 cities across the country. And really and truly, this is 
like the tent pole of everything that we do. Um, you know, it really is the place where parents to be can start with Bump Club. They can come to the event, they can touch the products, feel the products, test drive the products, learn how to use the products from our keynote speaker, Jamie Grayson, who is a baby gear expert. Um, they can take home a lot of the products and their gift bags and they can win strollers. And it really is such an amazing, fun event. Um, and obviously we can't be everywhere. It is, it is a big event that we do in 15 cities, but we just did our, our fourth um, Gearapalooza webinar. So like you can watch a lot of the content and the expert content with Jamie Grayson on our webinar from our website as well. So, you know, really and truly that's kind of our website. And then you can continue to engage with us both on Instagram and Facebook. We're always asking questions, providing information, information, sharing short videos with our experts, with me, with members of our team, with other moms. I mean, there's, it is a constant wealth of knowledge and community at Bump Club. And that's wonderful because again, that's what moms need and parents need. And they need to know that like, you know, like for me, I felt like I really lost my sense of identity, as you know, for quite a while when I first became a mom. And not only was I ashamed of that, but I was totally confused and lost and obviously depressed from going to postpartum depression. And I had no idea again, how important community was. And so I just love that, like you really drive home, like, Hey, we have all these different classes and we have these different fun activities and you can come with or without your kid and be you and get to like figure out this new journey and everything. And it's like so important for moms to know that they have that resource because the more moms I talk to, especially with my podcast, the more they share with me, you know, I really did feel alone. I really didn't know where to go. And it's like bump coming beyond is really trying to answer, you know, those questions and really like those prayers of moms of like, please help me find my community. Please help me find myself. Totally. And the other thing too, is we really don't shy away from topics, right? Like, I mean, we, for the first time ever this past year, we did, um, we did a webinar on, on anxiety and kids. And that really stemmed from some of my own experiences with my kids. And it was one of by far our most successful webinars we've ever done. Um, and then we also are starting to do, you know, just more hot topics, like not just breastfeeding and sleep, but like pelvic floor and postpartum depression and like real true topics that people just don't talk about, you know? And it's like, it's there, there's no reason not to talk about these things. Like these are the realities of having a child and going through childbirth and, you know, being a new mom. And we really want to make sure that we're presenting an honest picture to our audience. Yeah. And I think the key word there is honest. It's like people don't realize that so much of social media obviously is a highlight reel and so much of what you see online is really not maybe what someone is going through and that when they're looking at it and they're comparing and doing all these things of just staring at themselves and going, why is not this? And why is not that? It's like so important that you do share and that you do have that honesty because again, that's how you build real community. And I love that you guys are starting to dive into heavier topics and things that people aren't really talking about because like, that's how I felt my postpartum depression. It was like, okay, it's a word it's out there. It's kind of been touched on. Some people are trying to talk about it, but like, it's really not there. And for me, I really didn't even believe or know I was going through it until like, I really had it confirmed for me through like my specialists and everything else. And 
I felt like so alone. And so I think it's so important to have moms here that like, we are talking about these hard topics at Bunkle and Beyond, and we are trying to push the envelope further to continue to talk about hard topics and topics that maybe aren't so PC and maybe aren't so, you know, fluff and this and that. It's like, no, F the highlight reel. Like we're, we're talking real mom life. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing too is, I mean, since day one with Bump Club, I mean, I really have, I have put my face on this brand and, um, you know, I mean, you see, you'll like people who come to our website, who come to social media, they see me engaging with the, with our audience and sharing my own stories as a mom. And I don't sugarcoat it either. I don't pretend like everything's picture perfect. I have shared a lot of, you know, really hard situations that, that I've been in as a mom and I've gotten in doing so, you know, a lot of people, when you share stuff that are, that is hard and difficult, a lot of people reach out and say, you know, I'm going through that too, or thank you for sharing. And so I just, I think it's important. Like, like you said, it's not, it's, I don't want people to just see the highlight reel. Like we are a community of real moms and, you know, most, you know, most of the, um, most of my employees, like we have, you know, part-time employees across the country that are mom market leaders on the ground in all of these cities hosting these events. They're real moms too. And they share, you know, all the time, like on our Instagram stories and on our Instagram, their trials and tribulations of being moms as well. And I, I just think it's so important not to paint a picture, like you said earlier, that's like all rainbows and unicorns, because it's not. Exactly. And that's for me, you know, I believe a major part of why my postpartum depression really took off in the first place, because being that I am a social media influencer and do live a lot of my life online via, you know, obviously my choice, but also part of my job, I didn't realize how much I was consuming and comparing consistently and to all these accounts that, you know, no shade to those moms, like that's what you want to do, but you're really not telling the real story. Like, let's be real. You're, you know, you have a beautiful picture and that's great but you're not sharing like what's really behind it. And that's up to you. You don't have to, but other moms who are looking at that and judging and going, Oh my God, well, mine won't stop crying. I can't even get them to smile for a photo. I'm covered in, you know, spit up and poop. I haven't showered in a week. And like, how the hell is this motherhood? It's like bump coming beyond really kind of burst that bubble. And it's like, Hey, listen up. This is like the real deal. It's so funny that you say that because I like, I had a panicked moment when I like signed on today because it was like a link with like a, there was like a video option and I, I like was like, oh my God, is this a video? Because I'm like, <laughs> and like in spots, I don't have makeup on. I worked from home today. My hair is like pulled in a bun, you know? And like, that's like, that's real life. Preach mama, preach. I know I'm in, I'm in yoga sweats and a t-shirt. And the only reason I'm even in yoga sweats versus pajamas because I had to go get a nail fix this morning. And I was like, all right, well, let me like get out of pajamas and at least go to my nail place, you know, with, you know, actual sweats on but like I'm with you I mean listen being a celebrity stylist people are like wait so you don't get fabulous anymore and I'm like oh my gosh I laugh at the days where I used to wake up and like get ready like I was going to an event for no reason just because I could be fabulous and I'm like wow I really miss those days sometimes where I look at those pictures and I'm like you were so put together but you know what at the same time it's like this is a different season of my life and I know it's very short and fleeting. It's like how the fact that she's already 17 months old is insane. And I'm just like living in the moment. And when I get glam for events and things and I'm in my zone, then I like almost appreciate it more. And then, like you said, when I'm home, like right now, bun life, I'm in my sweats, no makeup on. And like, that's okay. Yes, totally. Yeah. And I love that you shared that. Cause I think that that just needs to be said over and over again, because again, people feel like no matter what, like 
you should always be on. And I'm totally guilty of that. Like before I had Amelia, like being that I was someone, you know, that and is someone that is like on camera quite often and was on Bravo and all these different things and styling celebrities and the whole nine yards of being in Hollywood, I did feel that way. I felt like I always had to be on. Even if I was just home, it was like I needed to like impress the rest of the world, not even impress me, which is like so stupid because who cares? But like to me, I had to get it together. And that's why I think when I had Amelia and I couldn't get it together for multiple reasons of like my own, you know, emotions and my C-section. And so the list goes on. I feel like I not only lost my sense of self, but I was so embarrassed to be like, oh, here I am real and raw. Like, check me out. Yeah, I'm no longer looking so fabulous. And it was really hard for me to swallow that pill. Well, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes like I find that I have to like make a decision, right? Of like, do I want to work out today? But like, that means I might not like have time to shower until like later this afternoon. And like, am I okay with that? You know, like, yeah. like walking around town, like looking like, you know, like, Hot mess. <laughs> like and maybe smelling, but like sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And like, and I think though that moms in moms in real life appreciate that because that's, that is, that's motherhood. Oh, absolutely. And I've learned that so much from, you know, from you guys sharing my story to, you know, other mom communities that I've joined and like seeing how many people have said to me, like you said, like when I've shared my postpartum depression and all these things and they're like, thank you so much. It's like your own pain becomes someone else. It like becomes a purpose. It becomes a healing for someone. It becomes a guide for someone. And it's like, that's really where this podcast was born out of and why I wanted to share so much of my own story, but have all these other amazing moms on too. And parents and just different walks of life to talk about like all these different hard struggles that you know a lot of people really don't want to share well I mean and I, I say often um like, like and I was very public about this like my daughter had a fear of flying and um it was a very real very real fear and it consumed me for like two years and um we were in therapy and we were it, it was it was hard like we don't have family in Chicago and so like we were wow. family and like it was it was a, a very intense time. I mean, it's, it's fine. She has gotten over it and I'm so proud of her and it, it took a lot of hard work, but, um, you know, in, like, I always said, like, people were like, oh, you were so public about that and, and, and whatnot. Well, you know what, if I could help one person from sharing our story, that means like I've done my job and I'm okay with that. Like, I don't, it doesn't need to be a secret. Like, Absolutely. Out with this, like other parents are going through things as well. And truth, truthfully, you know, it could have been far worse. It really could have been. I mean, it definitely impacted my family and it impacted our life. And, um, you know, but, and I have helped people, like I have referred people based on that. And I have, I have helped people with their kids and their anxiety, like direct them to, you know, proper um, experts and whatnot. So, you know, I, I really do think that it's important to share. And I think for, you know, both you and I use our platform to do that and, and not, and not paint a perfect picture truly. Well, yeah. And I love that you said that not only about not painting a perfect picture, but how you said, you know, that like you didn't really truly care what maybe others thought and you were sharing because it was good to share and hopefully you're helping someone else. And I feel that way sometimes even when I post on my social media, like yesterday or the day before, I don't remember now, I, when I posted for Labor Day, a photo of me in hardcore labor and some- oh, I thought it was amazing. Thank you so much. And some people did not. And some people felt like, wow, that's so intense. And that's so much more than I need to know. 
And I like didn't like it. And then others like you said it was amazing. They were absolutely like blown away by it. And they thanked me and I had some people reach out. And again, it's like, okay, well, I had other people reach out to me and say like, thank you for sharing that because I'm at the end of my pregnancy and I'm thinking about natural birth and like, it's good to see like the realness of that. And then others who just personally don't want to consume it. Like they're like, you know what? I really don't like it. And it's like, okay, well, that's fine. You don't have to like it, but like, this is my choice to share it. And I get to decide that. And like, same for you. It's like, if you chose to share that about your daughter and share those struggles and her fear, then like, that's your choice to do that. And you know what? too like you sharing that like that's that's it was very real what you shared and you know I think it's so crazy because when when I had my first daughter there was no Instagram like it wasn't even that crazy I mean there was it was not a thing I I, uh it was not a thing maybe it was an early thing but like I didn't have Instagram our business didn't have it at the time when was she born she was born in 2010 yeah, so Instagram had just started. Cause so, so the reason I know that is because when I moved to LA, it was 2010. Cause I've been here for nine years, which is crazy. And my husband and I um, were just like getting into LA as boyfriend and girlfriend. And Instagram was just starting to like become, but I wasn't even posting. Like I remember I created an account, but I didn't even actually start heavily posting until I think like 2011, 2012, when it was like, we were getting married and it was like, share your wedding stuff. And even then Twitter and Facebook were way bigger than that. Right. And like my first pick, my first post on Instagram, I think was in 2011 or 2012. But like now when you're, you know, I'm scrolling through and all the people we follow on the bump club account, you know, a lot of, a lot of women like share these pictures after labor and delivery. And it's like, you know, they're like perfectly made up. They have amazing blowouts. They look gorgeous. And like, you know, I, I look back at like my pictures from, from after my kids are born and, you know, both of my kids, my water broke and they both surprised me one early and one five days late. I for sure thought I was going to be induced, <laughs> you know, and like, just, I looked like shit really, yeah. really yeah. pictures, but the pictures of me and my kids right after they were born are two of my favorite pictures. I actually shared one on Labor Day as well on Monday. I shared the picture of me and Jordan after, but I think it was maybe the next day. But even so, like my hair is in a top knot and I'm wearing a headband and like I was, you know, I was not wearing makeup. And it was funny, the second, when I had um, Lila, that when I went into the labor and delivery room, my water had broken five days early. I was so pissed because I was supposed to see Bon Jovi the next night. and I. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and so I was like, annoyed about the whole thing and like and she was early and like I had a whole week of work and I was oh god like you know and so I walked into the labor and delivery delivery room or the sorry like triage and I'm like you know leaking amniotic fluid everywhere and I look like a hot mess clearly and there's a girl sitting there and she has like this perfect hairdo and her nails are done and like you know she looks like so pretty she's like not in active labor and the OB said to me later like oh there was another girl that came in around the same time as you like like you're gonna have your baby and she's gonna be here for like 12 more hours and I was like oh the one that like had their her hair blown out and she was like yeah it's her first it's her first and so you know it just it's so funny like the reality of the situation and kind of how social media has changed what everyone thinks yeah well and like yeah and I you know I think too it's like also like the whole like oh well what am I gonna post and it's like even me I'm guilty of that of like again before I had Amelia of like oh what pretty selfie am I gonna post or what looks like most you know flattering of me or here I am here or whatever and it's like 
I had to like break away from that after I had her and after my postpartum depression, because something inside of me just snapped. And I was just like, I can't deal like my give a shit button is broken and I can't fix it. And I can't like pretend to fix it. And I'm like, so past this. And I had to just like, literally like say to myself, I'm going to allow myself to be real and raw. And if that means that, you know, my followers change and the people that used to follow me for my glam and this and that, then like, so be it. Then I'm in a new season of my life and I can't force myself to be something that I'm not because it's not healthy and it's not right for me. And it's, you know, just not, it's just not right period. And so, you know, I appreciate that you kind of say that and share that as far as like with your labor and then seeing that woman, because I'm sure also for her, she also probably was like, Oh, well, what pictures am I going to have? And it's like, I get it. I also hired a birth photographer and wanted beautiful photos, but I had no idea. I got lash extensions done totally guilty. I was like, cause I always get lash extensions. So I was like, I'm gonna get them nice and filled before I like, hopefully I go into labor. So at least that's done. And then the joke was on me because right after I gave birth, all my lash extensions fell off. And I was like, hysterical crying and Justin's like what's wrong and I'm like all my lashes fell off and he was like oh my gosh and of course I'm like you know trying to breastfeed and I'm like barely being able to walk because I ended up in a c-section after 42 hours you know and I'm like a mess and I'm trying to hold her and you know and he's like what and I'm like because like the picture and he's like oh my god you know and I like I laugh when I look at the pictures of like that people you know posted and like self magazine all of and I'm like oh my gosh look you can tell half my eyelashes are freaking off and I like at first was like so upset about it and then I was like you know what who cares like I just gave birth you know it's like yeah I mean like I I had a blowout schedule both times I mean everyone anyone who knows me knows I love a good blowout like I prefer a blowout to a manicure really over anything like I love getting my hair blown up and I mean, I, I just didn't make it. I didn't make it. And like, that was it. And like, but it, it only, like, who cares? Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I would have been a sweaty mess anyway. Like, oh my God. <laughs> right. It's true. Well, that's the thing. It was like, I had mine and then mine like fell out anyways. And I was like, oh, well that was great. You know? And then it was like, even before that, when I was home and I first, you know, cause I didn't have my water, my water broke, but it wasn't like a hardcore splash it was kind of like a little trickle and it was like wait is this happening and all of a sudden I was like oh yes it is because I had like a major contraction and I remember like I like went to the bathroom and like started like putting a little like bronzer blush on my face and then like the next contraction hit and I was like okay I'm done and just like got in my tub and was like call the doula like it was like like could not even deal and I laugh at myself when I think about that because I was like I was really trying to go get glam but it was like nope not happening <laughs> you know, but that's motherhood, right? It's like, you just said, like, you're just in it. Like, that's the best way to put it. Like you are just in it. And it's like the beginning, especially is so hard. And you just don't realize like how small those little things, they really just don't matter. And I guess being you being a seasoned mama, I'm sure you've learned so much more from that now that your daughters are 96. I, you know, it, I have, and you know, I have to be honest, like, I think one of the biggest things now also is, um, kind of the, the, like, I don't want them to think everything's always perfect because it's not. And, you know, I have two girls, you have a girl too. And, you know, I, it like social media scares me, them being teenagers scare me. And, you know, I don't want them to think that perfection is the way you look. Um, or, you know, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want that for them. And so I, I really try to be careful about like, the make like makeup I wear and like, you know, saying to them, like, if I have a face full of makeup, it's, you know, I'll say, well, I'm going to be on TV today. So that's, that's why I'm wearing this makeup, you know? And like, I just, I, I, 
I really try to set an example for my girls that it's about what's inside and it's about being kind and um, like that is perfection and that is what you want to strive for versus what you look like and it's hard I will say it is and I can see that it's going to be so much harder I mean I, I I caught my older daughter with one of with my husband's phone the other day like taking selfies like and I was like oh wow. my god like you know but like that like that's what she sees like when we're at the mall and we're at the movies and we're you know at the park like that's what she sees the teenagers doing so, right it's around her yeah yeah. Well, and I think that's so beautifully said, of course, of like, you know, your inside and who you are and what you contribute to others and what you put out there and your being and your personality. And truly at freaking 34 years old, that's what I'm learning all over again, because it's like, I have been submerged in Hollywood for nine years plus, and I have been in the glam and styling all these massive celebrities and having these incredible credentials and all these things. And it's been amazing but I had no idea how much it was actually taking away from my own self and my own soul and not allowing me really to be me and feel comfortable to be me and allow that realness of like, just, you're just Allie. And it was like, I always had to put on a show because I was dealing with certain types of people. And again, now that I'm a mom, it's like, I'm so aware and I'm so alert and so mindful. And I'm like, really trying to change the own conversation in my own head as well as be a good example for Amelia. No, it's, it's funny because like when you say like, you, like being getting dressed up for Hollywood and whatnot, like, you know, even when I was in corporate America, I felt like there was this level of, um, you know, this, this level of not perfection. So it wasn't perfection, but just kind of like I had to look a certain way and act a certain way. And like, I really worked hard on, on my brand and with my team um, to kind of condition our clients to understand that we're all moms. And, you know, you, you, if you ask for a meeting at, you know, a certain time of day, there might be a kid in the background. And, you know, early on when I was taking smaller meetings, when I have a big meeting now, I obviously get dressed and prepared and whatnot. But when I was taking smaller meetings early on, like there were definitely times that I would say, you know what, I'm going to be in my workout clothes because I'm going to catch a class after our meeting. And that was just the paradigm that I created for myself. And that's the normal that I created for our company. And I just want, and like my goal is to really get everyone to accept it because it shouldn't matter what you look like, or what you're wearing. That, that isn't really an indication of how you conduct business. And I just think as moms, like we are just born and bred to like embrace it all and multitask and we do it better than anyone else on the planet. And if that means showing up in sweats for something, it doesn't matter, you know, like it shouldn't matter. Right. Yeah, no. And so like, so well said, and I know you have to go here in a few minutes because real mom life, you have other things to get to, but are there any gems that you would want to leave my moms with or moms to or just parents in general, you know, of course about bump club and beyond, but also just from you as Lindsay, as a mom of two yeah. and everything that you've been as a seasoned mama, what would you want to leave them with? Uh, I guess there are a few things that we always say, and I think I said a couple of them already, but like your best is good enough. And like, honestly, like that is not just for moms. That's for anyone. Like you do your best and that, that should be fine. And no one should be pressuring you to do any better. Um, and you are the person who determines what that best is. No one else. Um, this too shall pass. I know I said that before as well. And you know, you don't want to wish it away because you know, at the end of the day, like, I mean, like, my kids are like six and nine now when it's gone by so fast. And like, 
you know, I don't like, I miss the baby phase, but at the same time, I love where we're at right now. And I love getting to do things with my kids and take them on vacations. And it's, it's a different season as, as you would say, you know? Um, and then the other thing that I like to share with moms, um, when I, when I talk to them in person or like on podcasts and stuff like this is really to not be afraid to ask for help. And, um, you know, that really spans a wide range of asking for help. It could mean, you know, ask for help holding your baby so that you can take a shower. That could mean ask for help watching your baby so that you can have an hour or two to yourself. That might mean, you know, for a lot of moms, and I know you know this, like that might mean like, you know what, I need help. I need to see someone to deal with X, Y, and Z. Um, you need to take care of yourself. And um, whatever that looks like, it is incredibly important that you take care of yourself because that is how you're going to be the better mom, the better wife, the better friend, and you're going to be best for yourself when you're, when you're taking care of. So I don't think that anyone should be afraid to ask for help. I think that a lot of women, moms in particular, um, are often wired to want to do everything themselves. Um, you know, when someone offers to bring a meal after you've had your baby, let them. When someone offers to fold some laundry when they come over, let them. Like, there is just no shame in that. And, um, and I think, you know, and that goes for even moms who have kids that are, you know, nine and six. Like, I work, I have a crazy schedule. When my neighbor says, can I pick up the girls from school and bring them home? I say, sure. You know, like, if you, if you say no, the help's going to go away. Um, and you will repay in other ways. Um, it go, you know, it always comes full circle and, um, you just really should never be afraid to ask for help in whatever capacity that is. I love that. And it's so true. I'm learning that and navigating that. And even today, like I brought a mother's helper with me so I could just get my nails done. Like you just do what you got to do. And it's like, it's okay. Like you, like you said, it's like, it's more than okay. And it's like, so important. So thank you for really, you know, driving that home because I think so many of us need to hear that over and over again to go, it's okay to have help. It's actually so necessary and so healthy in so many ways. So Lindsay, thank you so much. You've been amazing. Before I let you go, can you just go ahead and plug yourself where we can find you, where we can find Bump Club, all of it, just so they can check you out? Absolutely. So Bump Club is bumpclubandbeyond.com. You can find us on Facebook, um, Bump Club and Beyond. You can find us on Instagram at Bump Club and Beyond. You can follow me. My profile is public um, at Lindsay Pinchuk. And um, I share little tidbits of my life as well. Um, sometimes on Bump Club and Beyond as well, but obviously on my personal Instagram too. So um, thank you so much for having me, Ali. It's always a pleasure. Yes, thank you. And I'm looking forward to the next Bump Club and Beyond event. And uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And cheers. cheers. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Liz. And we host the Mom Deconstructed podcast. We interview moms to find out the real story of their mothering journey. Motherhood is the most difficult job there is, but unless we allow ourselves to create community and accept the help of others, it can be a very lonely endeavor. Let's get beyond the superficial, delve into the dreams that inspire us, the struggles that test us, and the conversations that connect us. You can listen to Mom Deconstructed anywhere you get your podcasts, from the Parents on Demand Network and at momdeconstructed.com.